Before we get started, before we get started, this show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kind of like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is Clixinit. This is Clixinit. So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now, your gaming superheroes, Adam, Dan, Kane, Austin, and Miles. Let's do this. Hello, everybody out there in Clicks Land, and welcome to another episode this week of Clicksing It. I, like always, am your host, Adam. This is episode 195, and we have a trio unlike our other trio that we had on Wednesday. We have teammate Antonio Clark, teammate Austin, and not teammate Jacob, who is actually at the uh, Worlds event along with Antonio. Austin wasn't there, but he is buddies with Jacob, so he wanted to come on the podcast today to talk a little bit about Worlds. Uh, we covered a lot on the podcast on Wednesday, so uh, we're going to do the same today, but Antonio and Jacob are going to give their um, day-by-days and how they did things like that. So before that, I do want to do a little um, PSA or whatever, you want, or whatever it is you want to call it. Um, Austin is in desperate need of a rainbow Superman. He posted a pretty sexy picture on Facebook for one of the trade pages. So if you could find it in your heart out there to get this man a rainbow Superman, uh, we can take down that picture because it is frightening small children right now. Um, Please just help me out, man. Yes. And please keep the comments to a sensitivity because apparently he was 14 when that picture was taken uh somewhere around there so he was definitely i was definitely a minor he was a minor so if you decide to make any (laughs) spicy comments i would highly suggest not to or else the fbi will be at your door very very soon um but yes jacob uh went to worlds on jacob did you go all four days uh yeah we drove down on wednesday and drove all the way back up on Sunday the whole time. So where did you drive from? Oh, that was an interesting drive. <laughs> we drove all the way from Lansing down to Memphis. It was oh, it was it was upwards of eleven and a half hours. Where is Lansing? What state? Lansing, Michigan. Michigan. Okay. Oh, my mistake. Yeah, Michigan. It's right in the center of Michigan. Okay, so you had like eleven hour drive there, Antonio. You're coming all the way from New York. Did you drive or fly? No, I flew. We uh, the first year that we ever did Graceland, um, when Dark Phoenix came out, my friends and I we drove and it was eighteen hours. So I was like, uh, screw that. So flew, yeah, like an eagle. Yeah, when you're reaching that twenty hour, even like fifty. Like I think uh, Lucas and them drove down, and that's like a fifteen hour drive for them. That's just a lot, <laughs> a lot. That's insane. And um, I'll do it. That, that's the thing. I would do it, but I didn't have I didn't have friends. I didn't have a group of people that were able to go like last time. So I was like, I'm definitely flying. There's no way I'm just going to drive down myself. So yeah. And you I will say that drive is so much better when you have friends in the yeah. car with you. Oh my goodness. Well, and you drove to Gen Con, right, Antonio? Yes, yes. My uh, three three of my friends and I we drove from New Jersey to Indiana and had a great time, even though. We definitely ended up in some cornfields, which was crazy. But, um, yeah, it was it was fun overall. Uh, and then did you go to Worlds all four days as well? Uh, I Technically, yes. Uh, I was there from Thursday uh, till Sunday, early Sunday morning. So, technically, I wasn't there to, to watch the, um, like, the, you know, the World Championship. My flight left at, like, 7. So, technically, I was just there until that, like, that Thursday, Friday, Saturdays. You know, I would actually played and talk with people. Okay, uh, so let's take this day by day. So let's start off with Thursday. So last year when WizKids had Worlds, the registration I heard was absolutely terrible. Jacob, I don't know if you went last year. I told you I think you did last year. Um, how can you compare that to this year's registration? Uh, so I did not go last year. No, you didn't. This year, the, um, this year, the, I thought everything ran smooth, but come to find out the way that they had it is they made it so that you had to be in one line if you want to sign up for BRs and another line if you want to sign up for the events. Um, you know, after, and this is after you got like your 
TCG packages and we went to the store. They had just one line that kind of just curved all around. Um, I was okay with it personally. I was all right with it. You know, it, it ran pretty smooth. Everything moved pretty well. I was okay with it. Some people didn't like the fact that they had to stand in line just to sign up for BRs and couldn't just shift right over to sign up for events. I had to get into another line. But for me, um, I was okay with everything that was going on because I knew Thursday was going to be a day that I mainly was just going to do BRs since I was just going to do um, events the other the other days that I was there. So, But for me, it was okay. Jacob, did you go to Worlds last year? Uh, no, I did not. I've actually been MIA from the scene for pushing three or four or five years now. Uh, we went in 2017 when it was at Gen Con, and it, it, it's not even comparable. The, the setup was so different. I, I, I'm hesitant to say a whole lot there. Uh, other than just the long line, which, I mean, I didn't really mind it that much. Uh, once you figure out what to do, it all seemed pretty straightforward. Okay, because I heard last year it was like a three-hour wait for registration. And it from, was from just, like from outside experience and just from like word of mouth, it, it was just so much better. Yeah. Than, than last year, I mean, I hear, I hear nothing but complaints about last year. I don't even hear anything good. I just hear nothing but good things about this year, though. Really. The the biggest complaint that I heard this year was pricing wasn't the best. It was just a lot of older yeah. stuff that people got. Um, I mean, Lucas winning the Pulp World Championship only got a brick of Notorious, which the the big kudos to Wiz kids, like we said on third or Wednesday, was that they had Notorious at the event. So that was huge. It, it would have been a lot different story if it was Avengers 60th. And I agree. I, I agree with that. I, I listen and I, I agree with what you said, too, how they should do the new releases for big events like this. And, and I think that's the biggest reason they pushed Notorious back to the 27th, was just so they could reveal it, that, that you could get it firsthand at Worlds and nowhere else. Yeah. Like, that had to have been the reason. Because it, 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 it seemed like it was ready to release when on the original release date. Yep. There's no way in God's green earth that all those people over 200, some people would have wanted to play Avengers 60. No, for, there's no way. Even with like Mephisto's days. Everyone wants Notorious at that point. Yeah. Every, everybody wanted Notorious. Um, and kudos to WizKids for giving. I think this is the last year that we'll see prizing the way that we saw it this year. Um, I think they really were trying to get just really up unload as much as that backstock of stuff that they had. Like people just have to remember that. I still think prizing could have been better. Don't get me wrong, but I think also they were just like, let's just give out all this stuff that we just have tons and tons and tons of, um, and just give all this stuff away. So I hopefully next year will be a better prizing all the way up from down because us winning team worlds, uh, our main prize was the Ten of Swords Oki uh, factory set, which is great and all, but at the same time, I would have gladly took a factory set of like Spidey Beyond or um, even a, a, a brick of, or I mean, a case of Notorious would have been nice too, you know, for, yeah. for us winning. I mean, oh, yeah. The, yeah, I mean, that's what a year and something old. So if you most likely by this time you have everything for that, so you didn't need it, it's more to the point where you can just sell it and make some of your cash back for your trip. Well, Antonio, you guys won Team Worlds. You guys only got a factory set of the – you guys each got the Royal we Flush Game OP kit, Yeah, we, got, we each got a, a factory OP uh, and a swords, which came with, like, all the tarot cards from there, all the swords, and, of course, like, the grand prize of Pac and the Genesis and all the – Oh, well, Exoswords. Exos oh, yeah, okay. Ten of Swords, Exoswords, yeah. I thought, I thought you meant the. I, was, I don't know why I was thinking the Royal Flush Game for some reason. But no, I, I got that. I mean, so. even that, even that. While that's nice, I, I would, I would have actually preferred the Ten of Swords stuff just because there still were tarot cards that I and, and SRs that I, I needed from the uh, the OP. You know what I'm saying? Like so from the mm -hmm. Axis Swords. Stuff, no, no, I get yeah. it. But you guys, yeah, each yeah. of you, aren't getting like to design a team fig or nothing like that. You guys just no, got the I'm, I'm, stuff. I, I can honestly say I'm gonna I I've, I talked with with them about it I'm you know uh, I'm gonna you know keep fighting for it not only for us but for uh, last year's team winners as well because they deserve it just as much as we do mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. but at least at least you know I was just like at least let us get a legacy card because what it what when you win something like that. To me, Team Worlds is harder than regular Worlds, if you ask me. That's, and I'm just going to say, say that. Yeah, it's more random. It's less, I, I, I don't want to say – I think it's, it's more skill-based. Well, it's it's on top of that. It's called – it doesn't matter how good I do. It just doesn't. 
because every time I play Team Worlds, I've either not lost at all or or lost maybe one match and my team still doesn't make the top cut because it's not about me solely. It's about mm-hmm. me it's, it's, and my team. And that's that's hard. And and when you talk to a lot of the players that play, they were like, Oh yeah, I did well, but my team did not, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, for, yeah. so to beat, you know, and, and this year's team world was the largest uh the largest like attended Hero Clicks event in history. So sixty eight other teams besides my own. So mm-hmm. it's just like that shit was hard. So yeah. if we deserve a we deserve a figure. Like to me, we deserve a figure. Like if we made Heroclix history, we deserve to put our stamp on Heroclix history, which is what I was telling them. It's like that's what it really is, is you being able to put your stamp on Heroclix history. Yeah. And talking no, to talking to uh Damien, the person that was on the team that helped make Maggot, I was like, Look at how amazing Maggot was. Look at how amazing the Flash was. But mm-hmm. It's called players. What what the general public, me being someone who used to play test back in the day, what people don't understand is like the the when you work with players and they want their fanboy or, or fangirl dial and they don't get it and they complain and bitch and moan and stuff like that. That is something WizKids doesn't want. So I, I'm I'm telling WizKids like, hey man, we'll be easy like Sunday morning. Like we'll we won't complain. We're just gonna do it. We're gonna go along with it. Like just give us a chance. So I'm I'm vying for it for from not only for my team, but for also last year's team too. At least let's let us get a legacy card. Like let's just choose a legacy. That would be cool too. Like I would enjoy that. You know, so um was Maggot the last Team Worlds figure besides Flash? Flash was before, right? Uh, Flash was the last one. Flash was the Flash last was the last one. one. Maggot came out yeah. before Flash. Yeah, because was the Maggot was in uh, House of X. That's right. House okay. X. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, now I guess I have another question for everyone here. Uh, for for Worlds, when when me and Bishop went, it wasn't it wasn't sealed. It was constructed teams. Would you like to see constructed teams, or could, or would you stick with steel, or would you rather have, like to have both? Oh, sealed, hundred percent for me. One thousand percent. Yeah. Austin, I don't want to be that guy, but we did sealed with AD War. We, we also did constructed, though. I thought there was constructed team worlds too. I could be wrong there. I remember specifically we did AD War. We could have done. Yeah, but, there could they, have been they, I think they did both, but one was a bigger event than the other. Yeah, man. I, there's no way. Still constructed is would be. I mean, I mean, uh, like team team Teams, worlds team constructed, constructed. Yeah. Yeah, team constructed would be just insane and and the reason why that would be insane is because a lot of people actually borrow figures for their their world's teams you know a lot of people borrow their their figures so you know not everybody has five apocalypses to go on each team you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, so. the uh the only way that they could do team sealed is that oh, i'm sorry yeah me doing it now team constructed is that if each each person in your team was Highlander. So, like, if I played a black heart, and yeah, it could was play, Highlander. Like, yeah, you'd have to do something that's like that. What I was just gonna say, yeah, I think, um, that, I think that would work just fine. But no, I think world team sealed is a big part. Uh, I've never been able to do a team sealed like that, so I'm really looking forward to doing that in Florida. Hopefully, with Antonio, if he could make his schedule work out for it. But um, the only downside I heard people had about Team Sealed was that they weren't given enough time because you're only given 25 minutes to crack open all the boosters, pop out all the figures, and start building your team. So I think if they up that to like 30, 40 minutes, I know they want to get the tournament going uh, because they have it's a long day. But I think you need to have more time to do team building because then you have to, you know, Open the boosters, pop out the figures, make the teams, figure out your maps, write down the build sheet. Like it's a lot to do in twenty five minutes. And Antonio, you can probably contest to that. Um, it's a it's I, I will say for anyone going forward, if you know what your team is already, like that should be a conversation that you should be having before you crack boosters. Like maps maps should I feel like everyone in that plays Heroclix now knows of maybe let's say two maps realistically that you're gonna realistically play on you know the main map that okay if i get the figures if i get an outdoorsy or if i get a range-based team i'm gonna play this map if i get a a, a, um, a hide and seek you know something that needs blocking i'm gonna play this map so i feel like if you it behooves your you and your teammates to actually have a conversation about what is going to be pulled actually look at the dials don't go in blind i know some people that are like i'm just going to go play whatever and we're just going to put stuff together that's the worst thing especially to do in a team uh sealed event going forward for anyone that might be uh, doing that or might have done that 
So just a little conversation goes a long way. And that's exactly what my team and I did. And my one of the people on my team, his name's Garrett. He is still a, he's just a year into his Heroclix, you know, uh, campaigning and everything like that. So uh, my friend McConnell and I, who is the judge over at King Games in Brooklyn, one of the places that I, I, I play at, he and I were really just building the team for him. You know what I'm saying? It's, um, and, you know, each other, we were just like, all right, we got all the rares out, which is easy because that's what you build around your rares on high rarity. And you just fill in everything else. And that's exactly what we did. So, but yeah, a little bit more time would be probably good for some people. Some people just, you know, build a little bit slower and that's okay. Yeah. Um, also, they should also give a little more time to people that have like the the bummer booster or the what are they called dummy boosters or like boosters that just they have to swap in for because then they have to go up they have to show that it's messed up they have to get the new one open the new one and then see how it fits in with everything else. Yep. Um, all right, so let's go through day by day. Uh, Jacob, what did you do on Thursday? Did you compete in pulp or just do better royals? Uh, well, I'm going to be honest with you. Thursday was not very eventful for me. I am still a student, and I had classes that I had to call online to from Tennessee. So I pretty much was in class all day, and I did a couple battle royals. Uh, the polls were very good at the battle royals I did. Uh, I actually saw between – I'm skipping a little, head, a little bit ahead here. Wednesday, Thursday, I did five battle royals among those two days – or sorry, Thursday, Friday. I did five battle royals among those two days. All five battle royals, I had chases at that table, and I somehow managed to elude all of them, which that was very, very disheartening. But uh, honestly, I got some great stuff, though. I'm really looking at the Gotham City Underworld stuff for the BRs that I got. Uh, I got Double Kite Man, so I'm I'm loving some of the stuff that I got, though, so I can't complain too much there. All right. Um, Antonio, did you compete in Pulp or just BRs on Thursday? Um, I brought my Pulp team, but... When I, like I said before, I really knew that I was going to do Team Worlds and then I was going to do the seam on Saturday. So I just said, screw it, and just did BRs. And I was able to get in four BRs that day. I went two and two. I won my first two. Um, probably my, other than winning Team Worlds, my favorite uh, time was on Thursday when I sat down to my very first BR. Um, I didn't have a, a place to stay at first because me going to worlds was a very last minute uh decision and um through some events i i got paired up with a guy and then when i asked for the the room number so i could get the tcg package that you know you get from staying there then he was like mm, you can't stay with me anymore just randomly and i was like uh okay what did i do he's like this is too confusing and it's too much work and i was like what i just huh what so he was like no so i was like okay so i sent out the bad signal online thank you to the community thank you to the homie fernando that let me stay with him and um so i, I sit down in my first br i'm keeping score i go around to get everyone's name the guy sitting right next to me i asked him what his name what is his name the name of the guy that told me i couldn't stay with him <laughs> so so then I get around to everyone getting my name. They're like, oh, what's your name? And I'm like, my name's Antonio. The smile on his face completely wiped away. <laughs> so next thing you know, um, I had uh, Raz Al Ghul, the regular one. So you can guess who the target of uh, all of Raz's targets were, were his team. And that's, I won a, a Venom God uh, symbiotes uh, through just whomping on his team, which was, that made my whole day. Like, I was like, yes, this is amazing. So it was great. Very nice. Um, and then on Friday was Team Sealed. We know how Antonio did, so we'll have him wait till last. Jacob, did you do Team Sealed or BRs on Friday? Yeah, I didn't do any Team Sealed. I just did BRs throughout the day. Uh, nothing really much to say. I don't remember anything specific standing out. I remember getting some, again, I got some cool stuff. I still got all my stuff sitting here. I got quite a few super rares uh, from the BRs. I had a lot of fun there. met a lot of awesome people. All right. Uh, Antonio, so you get your brick. Your partners are McConnell and Garrett. Garrett called me out on Facebook because I didn't remember his name, so sorry about that, Garrett. But, that's uh, what you get, Adam. That's what I get for missing 1% of everything that happened while I wasn't even at Worlds. Um, but uh, those are your two teammates. And then you got your brick. Were you happy with the brick that you got? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. 
we didn't get the 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 chase that we wanted we didn't get a prime we didn't get sexy super rares realistically we got two-faced toy man and penguin and not that those are bad but those are not the sexy picks of the three uh penguins the best um Toy uh Two Face was only good because he had prop. Realistically, I don't think anybody in that high stakes situation was gonna be flipping coins. So, um, and he was also the easiest to, to kill realistically of the, the three. Uh Toy Man, all three were used, but we I, we got deceased Wonder Woman. That of all the chases, she's definitely one of the ones that's lower at the bottom that somebody would want, especially of the deceased ones. She's probably the least wanted one, realistically. And she's just a, a normal charge piece that her charge can be outwitted. All the stuff that makes her good can easily be outwitted. Um, there is a, actually a lot of outwit in the set. So, um, but we made it work. We we friggin' we made it work. We put teams together, and um, that makes the win even better because we did not have the sexy pick. We didn't have a black Adam in there. Um, we didn't no have kidding, you one. made it work. You guys won. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man. No, I mean, I, I, when I think of my, my team was Necron at 75 points, uh, deceased Wonder Woman at full, which is 75 points, Saturn Queen, my baby, at 100 points, which I had listened to multiple podcasts that shit all over her that t- said, told everybody, don't just, just, she's a trap. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, don't do it. And I use her at full points and Lex, common Lex Luthor at, um, 50 points. Lex gave my whole team outwits. So that's three outwits with two probability controls, and one of those outwits is unoutwittable. Um, that can see through stealth and see longer than most people's outwit range was. So, um, we made it work. So I mean, was- I'll give you credit on the Saturn Queen. She has a lot of range, more than most things in this set, and double target mind control, twelve attack. So that's, that's also- definitely something. So the wild card, the her being a wild card, she just wild carded to Wonder Woman. So that nineteen base that she oh, has with twelve attack precision strike. Oh, that's so, that's, so that's four through six super senses with regular shape change, and she had mm-hmm. two probability controls, and she has outwit thanks to Lex, and she has dual target mind control, um, and precision strike. So like it's just it's she was. Her Necron would just my strategy was Necron would just carry her up and then just base whoever that their biggest threat was and then just make people try to hit and then everyone after rolling the dice three times most people would miss. So it was um it was there was a strategy that won and Black Adam once over and over again he is nothing Black Adam could do but just get based and fail either to hit her or uh, to break away he would just fail and it was it was a, a fun time for sure. So why don't you go over your team building strategy? Because I've heard so many different ones out there where you give your best figures to your best players, you're guaranteed to win, or you give your best figures to your worst players so that they have a chance. How did you go about building your teams? Um, you asking me, or are you asking you? Yeah, you. Oh, you're um, you're the champ, we, man. You you we oh, oh. take advice from you right now. I mean, yeah. you know, I want, I, but you know, I like to hear how other people do it. But uh, we we didn't go in. So again, Garrett was our our newest player. So we went in and we built him. He had three SRs on his, or no, he had two SRs on his team. He we built him a Gotham City Underworld team. He had Penguin, um, Ivy. He had a team that I wish I would have played. I would have loved to to just. That's my kind of team. Um, but he had the prime. I he had the a rare Ivy and um, Penguin and Two Face and um, Lincoln March and some other stuff. Lincoln March was full, so he and he we gave him all the goons um, so that he could just spawn whatever he wanted. Uh, McConnell, the way with, that we approach it is like, what do you actually want to play? What do you feel comfortable with? So, what I would tell anybody that's going into that play like know what you're comfortable with so like garrett was like i'm not don't give me if we pull black lantern superman y'all can have that like he has said that way way ahead of time so he's like if we get lucky and play black lantern superman antonio you're the superman guy so you can have that like and you can do that he's like i don't do good with one man armies so build me a team so that's what we did we built him a team we made sure his his roles are kind of suspect sometimes so we made sure we had prob on the team we made sure we got as much prob as we had on the on each of the teams we made sure we had some outwit on the teams um and i knew as soon as we saw necron i was like all right i want to play necron because i just i enjoy that and the healing and everything like that we had black hand 
I was gonna move. And this is something I'll say real fast is like play to your strengths. Like in a team sense, you might you're gonna have two other people telling you what might be good for you or something like that. Play to your strengths. I know for a fact, like the way that I like to play, I don't like to play low dial uh, characters because I I feel like they get swept up too easy. And one good hit or one good blades or something like that, and they're off the map. And Necron is one of those people. It's too much blades exploit and too much exploit and everything like that in this this set for someone like Necron to not get one shotted. Which I played against two other Necrons, and that's exactly what my Necron did to those Necrons. He just one shot both of them for four. And it ate through his defense, and he was done. So um, I was very glad I didn't play him at 40 points, and I did decide to play him at 75 because those IV vines that I faced, they flurried the crap out of me. And if it wasn't for the fact that he could take, essentially, he could take those three clicks and not just be almost dead, um, was great. So you just, we, you know, we just built toward our strengths and, I kind of really got the leftovers because nobody wanted to play deceased Wonder Woman. Like again, she's not; she's just a charge beast. She doesn't really do anything. Yeah, the 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 dying twice is all right, but realistically, she's not anything too 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 crazy. And um, so I just I just took neck other than Necron, I just took whatever. Like no one was trying to like play Saturn on my team, but I wanted to because I I love evasion pieces and I love evasion pieces. So Saturn Queen was a perfect piece for me. So we just played what was good. Um and and um McConnell played two Zods with Toy Man and Deadshot. So we were like, all right, we have to play our rares. Deadshot was the last rare that needed to be put on the team. So we we finagled McConnell's team so he could have Deadshot so he can have even more range than he had with the, the Zods. Um but two Zods just making people kneel over and over again was is a is an amazing thing. And having Toy Man to give enhancement to them so they're hitting twelve five straight through, which is ridiculous. Most teams really can't handle that. He ended up losing four of his eight games that he played, <laughs> but we like we joked uh, that night. He he won when he needed to, and one of those wins, one of those four wins, was in the final round. So it was a it was a all all around. It was just it was fun team building, but we did not have a sexy brick. We we didn't. We just did not have have that. And we went against people who had way more power than us. We got you know with some luck and some skill, we were able to pull out the win. Were there any teams? that you personally played that you looked across the board from and were like, uh, I don't like my chances or was it pretty, or don't you really think like that when you see uh, top and top cut? I think it was like in top four. I think it was like in top four, we played a, I think it was either top eight. No, it was in top eight. We played, I played a mirror match team, which was a Necron and like a whole bunch of like little, like uh, outwit people and stuff like that. Um, thanks to Zod. So that was hard game, and his name was Bill. And I apologize again to him because I was I took way longer than I usually do, but I was so dumbfounded, and I knew that if I didn't do everything correct, he was going to beat me. Um, but my dice uh, prevailed; his didn't. And when I needed to hit, I hit. But other than that, every the I think black my first round on, in Swiss was against Black Adam at full with uh, two thunders of quart, and I was like, oh shit, how am I going to do this? And that's where I came up on, in that game. That's where I came up with my strategy, which was just base whoever the the biggest threat is with Saturn Queen. Let um, Necron just sit there and and shoot, shoot, shoot to kill, and and have Saturn Queen just mind control whoever the biggest guy is to kill the other small guys. And that's exactly what had happened in that in that game. I think uh, like five goons got killed in one turn, which was uh, silly. Um, but it was it was a that's that's kind of what it was. So, but but other than that, oh, Garrett didn't want to see Black Adam because his team was full of like small squishy guys like Penguin and Two Face. But we coached him up on how to beat a Black Adam, and I told him how to beat a Black Adam, which was <laughs> um, inadvertently you get prob on him so he can't break away and use Ivy and her vines to tie him up, and that's exactly what he did. And he killed all the rest of his stuff, and then eventually he started laying into um, to uh, Black Adam, and then after he did that, then it was like a wrap. Then he he was able to te- he he beat him uh, two fifty to nothing, I think that 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 round. So just coaching any any going forward for anyone that's listening, like look at the figures, 
look at what you're building and coach up your like if you have a loss coach up your like figure out what why you lost not like oh okay it's just better like how can you get over this this hump because you're going to see these figures probably again somewhere um and if you haven't seen these figures you're probably going to see them somewhere down the line so that's what we did after each round we just said like oh what'd you do good what didn't you do were you using your team correctly because a lot of times since it's new figures we might forget stuff and everything like that um, I totally forgot to use um, Wonder Woman's like um, JLA uh, team ability the first like two rounds. I totally forgot because she, she was, really wasn't attacking. It was really just Necron and, and um, Saturn Queen. But once I got that going, now she's out here hitting with 13s and stuff like that. So, you know, that's that's really was it's, it's really t it takes team team worlds to win. It really just takes teamwork, in my opinion, for our team. It just took teamwork and like talking and communication. Fair enough. And then what did you guys end up walking away with for winning uh, Team Sealed? Um, we got a bunch of um, uh, older stuff that had come out. A lot of the big stuff. We got a Fulcum. We got a Mammoth, a Ghost Rider, which I'm crossing my fingers that he gets a legacy card in the Wheels of Vengeance. That would be amazing because I, I think he sucks uh, as he stands. So it would be amazing for them to remake him. Um, as a convention exclusive um, or as a legacy card, um, we got a master mold. We got a whole bunch of LEs like the old man Hawkeye and all those ones that they had. Um, and we were able to get uh, as um, the top prize, not only the plaques, which the plaques are amazing. Um, shout out to WizKids for actually making plaques for the winners and stuff like that. That means a lot. But we also got the the X of Swords um, OP factory set that had all the, of course, the Grand Prize Apocalypse and, and Genesis and all the, the tarot cards and stuff like that. So in the swords and everything. Um, so that was that was a, a great thing. I definitely needed a bunch of uh, those SRs. And it's always good to have another Genesis and Apocalypse. So, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, again, congratulations to you. Uh, like I said on the last podcast, because Antonio is part of our team, technically that is a clicksing it win at Worlds. So, yes, we, yes, we yes, finally yes. did it after three years. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, we're gonna and, and if I get to go in January, we're gonna do it again, Adam. Yep. It'll be out. It will be my pleasure to roll dice with you, and we'll go down there and kick some people's ass too. So that'll be fun. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, start the year off with a clicksing it win. I like it. Um. <laughs> And then Friday came around, which was 300 Modern. Now, just like me, that is not Antonio's forte, if you want to call it. Uh, he's not big into Modern. I am correct in saying that, right, Antonio? Yeah, it's not. It's the easy button for me. Yeah. I, I like Seal better. Seal's my, my 100%. Thing. Um, so before we get into Jacob's run, did uh, you do BRs on Saturday then? I did. I did. And I kept coming in like second and everything like that. So I definitely got some nice stuff. And, uh, you know, I got I, I haven't even got my product yet. And I already got a whole bunch of um, SRs and, and I got enough goons now. Like I literally got a, enough, like I think almost four of each goon now. So it was interesting. But they had ran out of I think they started running out of the, the like the Supermans and the Venoms and stuff like that. Yeah. So they were just giving out like jokers and watchers and things on Asia. So people weren't that happy about that at all. It's definitely not going to be as big of a release day for Notorious like other sets in the past because so much of it is out already. Uh, but, it, you know, it's obviously still going to be a big one for a few people that weren't able to go to Worlds. But, like, I already have three of the Black Lantern chases, but that's because I pulled really lucky at the pre-release I went to, and I was able to trade for a Black Lantern suit. But there's so much Notorious out already. Did anyone ever make a count of how many bricks were actually used at Worlds? So at least there were I, at least I 69 because of the team seal, but then what was given away as prizes to. and BRs? Nah, man. I if you if you want to do it in the sense of, I think they ran BRs from like ten thirty that first day. I think it was like the no, that first day was in the afternoon that they ran it. Right? They ran it. I think I want to say like maybe like one two. It was the first like two thirty was the first BR or something like that. Some I, something like that. And then I think they started early on um, Friday and Saturday, but they were running them every like hour and a half. 
you know what I'm saying, um, mm. from each other because they wanted to give people time to like get everything up and then get back in line. And, and so realistically, probably over like easily over 200, 200 bricks, easily, probably over 200. Yeah. That were that were probably if 69 were used for Team Worlds, that's just one day um, of events. Yeah, like maybe probably like about maybe. Yeah, like 250, close to 300, probably were used. Okay. Yeah, it was crazy because they went all the way into Sunday doing the notorious breaks, and they eventually ran out and then did, I think, one or two using Exit Swords. Yeah, I so think... That, that they went so much product. That was insane. I think Miles said that in one of his BRs, two of them had Notorious and two of them had Avenger 60th because they just didn't have any more Notorious. <laughs> I would hate to be the guys with Avenger yeah, Right? Absolute yuck. Yuck. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, but Jacob, yeah. you played in the 300 Modern, so tell us about your team and tell us about your run. Uh, yeah, I did. So I got top 32. Uh, most people you talk to, miraculously, I got top 32. Uh, I, I had one of the most off-the-wall teams. It, it, it brought me so much joy. Uh, my team was, I had Scarlet Witch, the chase uh, from Disney Plus at 150, and then her whole thing was she was dragging around Scott Crampton Pog, and then I had the the uh, the common Lokis from War of the Realms. I had seven of those, and I had the common or the I had the Prime Hulk uh, with the local levitation, and then I had the Colossal Carnage. Uh, so <laughs> the team is so ridiculous, and I had so much fun using it. I had so many funny looks. Very very few people took it seriously, and I really think that resulted in part of the reason why it did so well uh that and a lot of the tarot cards i have just happen to work well with a lot of the lokis like i can change prob into one die i can only reroll one of the dies with the prob uh one of the tarot cards gives splash damage to scarlet witch's psychic blast uh the, the enhancement from uh the enhancement from the scott crampton pog gives uh, makes her shooting for six damage which will if i can catch a bun goblin on what's oh what's the goblin MOE? I'm losing green, my mind. Oh, Sorry. Uh, green goblin. Ghost, yeah, ghost, ghost goblin. goblin. Ghost goblin. Ghost goblin. If I can land him on ghost goblin, I can one shot the ghost goblin. I, correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's the only one without the stop click. But then it also one shots uh, the carnage surfer, where I can and I can double target too. So if he hits the shape change, I can just run it somewhere else. Or it's just it's such a ridiculous team, and I had so much fun using it. Um. Round one, I went up against uh, an X-Men no-hit team. Uh, it was just back and forth. I had the probs. He had. Uh, it was very difficult to score any points on him, especially with that apocalypse running around. Uh, his rolls were absolutely terrible, and I, I think that had a large part of the reason why I got that game. I can't remember round two to save my life. I don't remember what I went up against there. Uh, round three was a, a demon and armor team. Uh, Demon and Arm was the only one I could get. I couldn't. I, I just couldn't break through. That was crazy. Uh, he was playing. He was playing the uh, Ed, uh, Kid Thanos running around too, where he'll deal a damage to all the Lokis. All he's got to do is land next to him. So that was really rough. Plus the sack he hit in the pulse waves. Uh, couldn't. I couldn't break that down. I couldn't get that game. That one definitely was not in my favor there. Uh, but that was still a really fun game. He had a nasty team, and. After that, I had a, I faced a symbiote theme team where I got to. Uh, it's so satisfying to one shot that Carnage Surfer. That's absolutely that's so much fun. It's so satisfying when that happens. Uh, but I got to do that, and then I I managed to take that team. And then the last, uh, it would have been round five of Swiss. Uh, the guy I went against, <laughs> it, was, it was so annoying. He had it, it was a, a apocalypse at three hundred points. He had the Soul Sword, and he had uh, he had the the object that gives. <coughs> For the object attack, it gives him giant reach, and then he also had absorbing man on the sideline. And I, I'm looking at this because I'm looking at this thing, and it's like I, I had zero, zero hope in beating this team uh, because I. This is literally that event for 300 modern. That was the first event where I had put the star sapphire ring on the 50 point Loki. And I, the only reason I did that is because I let Miles talk me into it. I was not going to do that. I would have been more than happy to just have another Loki out there, Prob Mystic, shooting for three damage. I would have been more than happy there. But the stop sign, uh, taking away his improved movement, locking him in with the barrier, and then hit him with the rune marker from 
Scarlet Witch. I think that that was. I, I will give so much credit to Miles. I would never have done that if he didn't say that, and I definitely wouldn't have made top thirty-two without him suggesting that. So thank you very much, Miles. But uh, yeah, that's what landed me in the top thirty-two, thankfully. And uh, uh, yeah, I guess. You, do you want me to go into the? We're going into Sunday now. Do you want me to just? Yeah, why don't you talk uh, about? Because you just got the top thirty-two. I think you got eliminated the first round. But why don't you talk about that round and who yeah. you played against? Oh my goodness, I can't remember the guy's name to save my life. I'd have to look it up. Uh, sorry, whoever, um, whatever your name is, I forgot. But it was a, it was a quadruple scarab team. Uh, <laughs> one of the funniest teams I think I've ever seen. Actually. Oh, was, um, I, I know who that was. Let me find his name real quick. But oh, keep talking. Yeah, I, I want to say his last name is like Brazier or something. Oh, Adam uh, Frazier. No, it wasn't M. Frazier. It was, um, it was it was Brazier. He was a dude from Kentucky. Oh, uh, Zach. Zachary. Zachary Brazier. Yep. Yeah. He played oh, with the Giganta and all that. Yeah, he played Quad Scarab, Giganta, not the Prime, uh, Commissioner, Scott Crampton, and Prime Absorbing Man. But he had like Shot Gauntlets, Rings, yeah. Dark Holds, all that kind of stuff for Scarab to copy. He had the platform and Oh my goodness, that was that might be the most annoying team I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I was so salty at the time, but that that's absolutely hilarious. And uh, I, I I literally just couldn't do anything there. The only I, I I couldn't do anything like with the time platform putting everything back in my starting area. Uh, him able to outwit Scarlet Witch's uh, in, invincible and then hit for the knockback down. So that takes a lot of power away from her. Um, I, I, I literally, literally could not do anything. I, I, I couldn't do it. The only thing I might have been able to do if I would have, because I've, I've never faced quadruple scarab team. I haven't been back in the game very long. I just got back. Like I, I just attempted to start playing competitively maybe in, in March, I want to say. And I had never seen the quadruple scarab team before. I had no idea what to do. The only thing that I might have been able to do that might have given me a chance was to choose to not have... Scarlet Witch start the game with a dark hold, which I didn't even realize that that was an option until the drive home on Sunday. So that, that's the only thing that might might have been able to get me somewhere with it. But that that was hilarious. That team, I could I could literally do nothing. There was nothing I could do. I, I had positioning great. Uh, I had a, a somewhat of a plan. I just destroyed the object so that way he couldn't TK the elevated underneath the Lokis and then just pull it back out. Uh, I, I did everything there. I did. I think I did great there, but. Once the game hits, like we, I, Antonio mentioned some stuff at the beginning where you can see their build all you want, but once it, it's completely different seeing how it's played, and, and this is a prime example of it. I, I would never have guessed how annoying it was until I really saw it played, and it was absolutely crazy. Um, and then did you take anything out of him? I got one scarab. You got one scarab. I got one. I got one scarab. Uh, yeah, that, that that's not super. I was nothing impressive there, but I took one with me. I was satisfied there, considering I. I that was a tough matchup. That's tough matchup. I might have been able to do more if I knew what to do, but I, I, I was. I'm not it's, surprised. It's too bad you didn't have access to uh, Mr. Cy Borgman. Uh, he he was a uh, he was a, a thorn in my side uh, for the third and final round because he prevents his friendly character from being mind controlled, you know, without having the. Um, but if uh, going back, if you might have had um, for Scarlet Witch, if you might have been able to have uh, the emotional modifier, that might have helped too, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, th- th- there's plenty of things that uh, it's. It's one of those things where I had I literally had no idea that this team existed, and I just saw his build sheet because they posted it beforehand. I started laughing. I got the main idea of what it did, but I had I had no idea how obnoxious it would be. And I'm I was so salty at the time. I'm I just can't stop laughing at it now. It's so funny. It is so funny. Uh, so what did you walk away with getting top thirty two? Uh, top 32, I got, I have the list here, I got the Superman Wonder Woman LE, and I got Power Man, or, or uh, it was Luke Cage Iron Fist, Power Man Iron Fist, I can't remember. Yeah, okay, I got it here. Uh, Power Man Iron Fist, then I got Batmite LE, I got Superman and Wonder Woman, and uh, just a, a, some random Spider-Man LE. I didn't recognize it. It was, uh, I think it was just another one of those bulk they were getting rid of. But, um... 
Yeah, that's what I walked away with there for top 32. Okay, so not too and then bad. They had, it's not terrible, no. And then they also had, I want to oh, someone correct me if I'm wrong. There was participation prize, I want to say. So I got exospecs. Everyone there got exospecs if you made it to round four, I want to say. So that's real cool. I'll definitely take that with me into silver if I ever play silver. So, yeah, they were but, really uh, dipping back into the warehouse for some of their prices because yeah, exactly. that's really old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a great, well, it's great still good. silver, though. Still good. It is. It is. Still good. Great silver. <laughs> Uh, but no, congratulations for getting top thirty-two. I don't like I said. I don't think a lot of people were expecting a full Scarlet Witch. And I've oh, always wait. loved the, uh, the Loki team. Um, our teammate Robert brought that Loki team to second place at Gen Con last year, and people just kind of looked yeah. at his team and scoffed at it, and it got him all the way to the championship. And he just oh, lost I against Isaac. Him. Yeah. I played. I played him in my uh, in Swiss last, uh, that year. Yeah, that because played, you um, played Unimine. Yeah, I played yep. Unimon at full, and he rolled. A, I'll never forget that he rolled eleven times to hit me in that one turn and missed every last one of them. Yep. <laughs> I'll never forget that. I wouldn't either if I was rolling those dice. I would be. I would throw those dice away, dude. Eleven <laughs> times. I mean, eleven. I'm talking about eleven times. He needed his Should- jubilee to hit, and I think it was like an eleven on like or like a twelve on a nineteen. He needed a seven. He could not roll higher than a six. It was so bad. He had to hit because seven's the average roll. What the heck? Yeah, that's the average is not in his favor. Let me yeah. tell you. And all yeah, I had was one reroll. Time. That's it. I had I had one reroll. He rolled them dice eleven times, and and missed every <laughs> last one of them. It was crazy. That is very unfortunate. I would be very unhappy with my dice. I mean, he still made second though. I didn't. I mean, I that's didn't true. That's second. true. That's yeah. true. He still made second, so it's not. He he walked away with good prizes that year. I walked away with a Batman sixty six factory set. So he did. He did. Way <laughs> yeah, that's a fun thing to go away. Honestly, that's a fun hey, thing. Man, listen, it's fun is not what you want when you win. Uh, <laughs> when you that's that's the that's the issue with the prizes. You don't want fun prizes like Exospecs is fun, right? Exospecs is fun. You you know it's a participation prize and it was really good when it first came out. But you don't want fun prizes when you play at the like the world championship. You want good prizes. That's true. So, yeah. Um, and then what was that guy playing with? Go ahead. Sorry. What what was the guy playing with the Lokis? Um, it was Loki. It was Jubilee. Uh, I forget. It was a mystical team. Blackheart. Blackheart. Blackheart and um uh something else. He had like six Lokis on it. I think it was. Yeah. Oh, in Felix Faust. Felix that, Faust. Yep. Well, isn't, yeah, that weird? isn't that weird? Felix Faust on the team, huh? Hey, yeah, we're yeah. not going to start this here. I turned him to see the star design this team to use Felix Faust, and he would not listen to me. Yeah, yeah Felix Faust is me. a pain in the ass. Not, any, not anymore. He's not. He is gone. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, um, he's gone. You're right. But uh, And then after that, did you play in any BRs? Oh, did- yeah. After that, I just went straight to the BRs. I did, uh, yeah, I just went through to BRs. Uh, unfortunately, the whole time didn't land any chases, but I, honestly, I loved the BRs so much. Like, I even when we went back, we went in 2017. Like, even then, we spent so much of that time doing the BRs. They're, they're, they're so much fun. I hope that's something that never leaves. Yeah, that's something I, I really do wish that WizKids would go back to Origins because Origins was my favorite convention that they always did, and I just went Thursday through Sunday, nothing but BRs. I probably did about 20 BRs the entire time. I didn't care about three uh, 300 Modern or Silver or anything like that. I just had a blast playing, and... When they were at Origins, they probably had, man, Antonio, you went there. They had, what, like eight tables, four games each? Yeah, and they had like, a, That was a, what a time to be alive, bro. Yeah, like, it's like 40 BRs going on at a time. It was crazy. Yeah, it was so good. It was like, a, I mean, literally, they had one section that was just like competitive, and then the other side, it was just BRs. And like Adam said, I have friends that literally just showed, even this past uh, weekend, that just showed up. And um, that were just BRing it up the whole time. So God bless. I mean, if it wasn't for Team Worlds and wanting to play in the theme uh, event on Saturday, I would have just done BRs the whole time myself. Yep. Um, also, I just realized I misspoke earlier. I said Gen Con was 2017. I misspoke. I meant Origins. I just realized that. Yeah, I really hope yeah. they go back to Origins. That 
it would be a lot easier of a drive for me and for me and Jake here. That's for sure. Oh my yeah. Goodness. I be mean, so much easier. It's yes. it's eight hours for me, but <laughs> yeah. I just I like the layout of Origins better than Gen Con. I mean, Gen Con, if you're going for like other games and stuff like that, definitely Gen Con is the way to go. But I went strictly for Hero Clicks, and I just thought they did it much better at Origins for Hero Clicks. Unfortunately, I don't think they're going to. Nope. I, I talked about. I, I, I talked talk to them. It's uh, just too what? convenient the way it is now. Yeah, I talked to them about it, and I was like, "Why can't we go to?" I mean, also like the the surrounding area in in um in Ohio is better overall. Like the food yeah, and stuff like good. that is better. Um, but the layout, like Adam said, is just a million times better. But they're working on it. I will say this: they're working on it so that it can be better. What I, I found out this year is that they have to earn their spot at Gen Con. They have to. So that's why I like the tickets and all that stuff sells out super quick is because that's actually good for WizKids because it shows Gen Con. Hey, man, all of our events are sold out. So give us more space so we can have more events running and stuff like that. So while it sucks for people like myself who don't even think to buy tickets necessarily, even though I knew tickets were a thing i didn't think to buy it because like there ain't no way they sell out but it's good for whiz kids overall but they still have to do better and i think they're they're attempting to to do better um and uh, worlds was a step in the right direction overall especially considering what people said last year was so it's a step in the right direction you know yeah i yeah i, I will say uh one thing i do i do like what they're doing right now with worlds is me personally i like the exclusiveness of hero clicks how it's like it's just hero clicks in the area at, or, at Origins, it definitely wasn't just Hero Clicks. There's a lot more things to do. I know other people don't like that, but I personally like the exclusiveness of just having Hero Clicks in the area. Nothing else really to distract me. Yeah. No, that's a good point. <clears throat> um, but that is another world recap there. The next big event, like I said, it's going to be David Newmark's Champion Clicks down in Florida, which is being held on the on ju- uh, January 26th to the 28th. His website just went live for all the events yep. for signing up. Austin, are you going? I am not, unfortunately. You're not. I'm I'm going to be starting a new job, so I'm not going to have the time off to go do all that. You are another one that I don't think I will ever meet in person. Um, I was really. I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to try and make it to Hero Cooks for Huntington's. Okay. 100%. That's one thing I'm really hoping to go do that in Worlds next year. Perfect. Yeah, me. My, I was finally going to be able to meet Miles in Florida, <laughs> and he then canceled on me a few days ago. That's why I'm hopefully teaming up with Antonio for that. Um, even our teammate Kane, I've met at one. And that was at the very first champion click. So you're you're in Wisconsin, right? I am. I'm gonna Wisconsin. be back in Michigan, so I'll be a lot closer. Maybe I'll go to Cheesehead next year, depending on when that is. That's we're probably gonna push that to late October because we were thinking we would like to have a big event um, right after rotation, mm-hmm. just to see what everyone comes up with with the new meta. So I think the yeah. plan is to have it after Gen Con, like a month later. Uh, maybe like the weekend before Halloween or maybe the weekend of. I'm not quite sure yet. We're going to put some feelers out there. But I was talking to Ryan earlier today, and what we're going to do actually is we're going to make it a weekend event so that if people have to travel from far away, like Lucas and them did uh, from South yeah. Dakota, I think it was, that way they don't have to drive eight hours Friday, play all day Saturday, and then drive up. So what me and Ryan are talking about is that on Saturday – it's going to be 300 modern, and then on Sunday, it's going to be a 2v2, but both your teams have to be the same theme. So if um, if me and Antonio are teammates and we're playing Hydra, he has to be Hydra as well. Theme uh, team themed. Theme team go. themed, yep. So <laughs> now that is some interesting stuff right there. That, that makes it fun, I think. That makes it kind of cool. I kind of like that idea. Yeah, so obviously you have to be themed. But with the Scott Porters out there, theme is back. So I don't think that's going to be a problem. But just another different. We like to make, if you want to call it kooky scenarios, not just your standard 300 point whatever. I, I think that's fun. That, that, that makes it fun. Lovely. I'm, I'm going to be right across the river, the lake from you, Adam. So, I mean, I hop could, on the I ferry and come on over. That's what I'm saying. We could probably hop on the ferry and come on over to Cheesehead next year. I, th- I, I could probably do that. Good. I'm not going to. Guarantee it. Yeah, I can't see that far in the future, but I could probably, I could probably do that. Oh yeah, I also have to look at my uh, wedding schedule to make sure uh, mm. weddings are not going to be an issue for that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I am looking forward to the Orlando event. I've gone the last two years. 
Um, it's a great time I've just heard to play some clicks. It is. It's it's it's, the best. it's one of the more laid back events. Like people aren't mm-hmm. as cutthroat for that one, like a world or something like that. It's just more getting away from your stress filled life. And that's why I love the location of Florida, because then you can, you know, go to Disney Springs or Universals or Magic Kingdom, whatever, if you don't play feel like playing Hero Clicks. And plus they have the banquet there. Scott Porter shows up. Um yep. it's just a fun old time. So if you are on the fence about it i highly highly suggest you go in there and right now uh flights are pretty cheap he he cut the room cost by like half because of the location for this year um and the pricing is just insane he showed me the trophy for the grand champion of it and it's this amazing amazing looking mjolnir um trophy uh, that I'm sure he'll post up any day now. And we actually, I did, oh, yeah. I did a podcast with him last week to talk about the whole thing. So check out his website, come down to Orlando, <clears throat> have some fun with us. He also posted the events that they're, they're going to be doing. They, they seem like a lot of fun. Yep. I like how he's doing the, the team a team B thing. Uh, it seems really cool. Really, really interesting and unique team building. Yep. Kind of like Popper Prince like last year, but, yep. um, it's just, I forget the exact rules of it, but it's kind of like Popper Prince like he did last year. But um, there's a little tweak to it. I can't quite remember it. So hopefully Antonio I mean, can come down and we can win that as well. I mean, for the past two years from what I've seen, the prizing there is absolutely worth going, if not to have a good time. Like, yeah. every, everyone loves this, some really good stuff from what I've heard. It's just seeing from pictures, and it makes me want to go, Just I have never been able to do. Yeah. And um, the, he has BRs as well. So if none of the events are your liking do some brs i got to play a couple brs with scott porter last year and it was pretty fun plus he had um batman team up so he we got to walk away with a lot of batman team because i don't think it was released or it was the week of when he had the event but i remember i think it was the week of i'm pretty sure i remember seeing something about it being the week of yeah so i got to walk away with a lot of batman stuff um it being a new set too which is always the best way to do it for events like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but that's that one other thing i do want to shout out before we end tonight is that um i did a post a couple days ago about michael's doing a sale on display cases and <laughs> i saw someone post again that said they went a lot of people actually went to michael's because the the deal they're having right now is insane it's a buy one display case and then get two free so that's awesome I don't know um, for listeners or you guys if you've ever seen my Superman display case, but it's like it's tall shot glass display cases, and they're like sixty bucks a piece. But when you buy one, you get two free, which is just crazy to me. So I ended up buying uh, a light up one that I found, plus two other ones, and I posted you know my zombies and my Black Lanterns and my Phoenix Five in there. So if you do get a chance and you want a way to display your figures. Go to Michael's if you have one near you and get those. Now, they're not going to fit the um, the Ghost or the Wheels of Vengeance ones coming up. But I think, I think if you can somehow take off the brackets on the back and then turn the case sideways and then reattach the brackets, I think that's a great way to display the Wheel of Vengeance ones because they're not going to fit in like the tackle boxes and everything people use currently for that. I'm trying to figure out how I want to store my stuff, but I think that set's going to be so gorgeous sculpt-wise, you're not just going to want to throw them in a box and throw them in like a closet or a shelf somewhere. So Yeah, all the I think stuff so. is ridiculous. I think one of the coolest things that the Phoenix Five chases that everyone loved was the orange like base. Yeah. And the fact that Wheels of Vengeance is going to have so many of that, it's going to be really cool. Really yeah. cool to see. I can't wait. I'm so excited for Wheels of Vengeance. Like it's it's the set just I mean ugh, And that pre release is like in a month from what I heard. It's uh, I think the right now it's the end of October, but they're they're probably they, well, actually, no, I think right now it's the first week of October, isn't it? No, I heard no, last I heard last true. week of October. Oh okay. Which is kind of it, fitting yeah. because that's Halloween, Ghost Rider, I'll take it. Um I think that was their intent probably. Yeah. But usually it's a what whatever date they say, like a few months ago, it's pushed back a week or two. So that's what I'm going to guess mm-hmm. is like mid-November is when the actual release date is going to be. But hopefully we can have pre-releases uh, end of October. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's going to be the podcast for today, unless anyone else has anything else to say about Worlds uh, or anything like that. I just have one thing to say on behalf of WizKids, personally, is how they handled spoiling the set this time was yeah. really awesome. Like They advertised it so well. There was no leaks from anyone else outside of WizKids. Like it, yeah. it was really, really <laughs> nicely done, and I, I wish they would continue that, honestly. Shout out, shout out. So I'm glad you feel that way. Shout out to their social media. Um, oh, yeah, Instagram, Emily, Facebook. Emily. Yeah. Emily is a beast at running at this so far. So so she's done immensely well. So shout out to her um for running such a a like a like good social media thing which is exactly what we wanted as a community we wanted something right from WizKids, um just a little something you know um and just little teasers here and there and they've been doing that so yeah definitely shout out to WizKids. um for having it, more it kind of just shows they care a little more it shows that they're actually well, putting the effort in that they care a little bit and it's you nice. know like again to anyone that's listening Remember when you go to WizKids, like you attract more flies with honey than with vinegar. Um, mm-hmm. I I had a really good talk the day after with some of the WizKids people. I didn't even know that like my post on like the HeroClix players around the world. I didn't even think that's something that they even saw all the time. But they were like, no, Antonio, we see your posts. We see this. We see that. We see everything that's HeroClix related. Like we're watching. So keep that in mind. Like when you're when you're saying your wants and desires and things of that nature and like what WizKids can do better, just remember you attract more flies with honey than with vinegar. So sometimes like you might be able to get your point across if you actually say it the right way. Um, and I understand that WizKids, Lord knows, they do stuff that makes us all angry. But there's an easy way and constructive way to be able to tell them what's going on in a constructive way so they can actually get better versus just talking smack to them. That's what I've come to find. Um, and I can see the shift in the company and I like where it's going. Like if you went to the, the, um, fan appreciation night, which was good at Gen Con and it was good at worlds too, what they have coming and, and what they're actually tr- like, what they have planned and everything like that is actually really good for the game. So, um, I think the game's the best it's ever been overall. I think the game is finally like hit its stride with, um, like gameplay and now that I, I thought the smaller maps was gonna like hinder how the game is played it definitely hasn't all the powers work you know in tandem together now like versus if you've been playing for a long time it's always been like a point of contention so i like this world was just such a, a great time and if no one's if you're listening and you haven't played notorious enjoy the shit out of this set like this set is amazing realistically like the synergy is synergy is great in the set that i don't like everything's honestly I mean, it really like like there's there's literally almost no figure that I'm like, nah, all right. Like there's maybe two or three figures that like I wouldn't be quick to be like, oh yes, I want to play this. And even those figures are still good in their own right. So um, enjoy the hell out of this set. Like you know, it's coming out next week. So if you didn't get to go to Worlds or anything like that, and you get to buy some product or you get to go play some sealed like sealed in this set is very very fun don't think just because you don't pull the the black adam or the the prime or the, the superman or the omac that you don't have a chance trust me there's so many good pieces um in this set that that work really well together so and enjoy that's all yeah, absolutely uh, i convinced my buddy to get a case today yeah so also side note uh, wait what I'm saying, go ahead. Sorry, I was just. Oh, sorry, my bad. Also, side note: that 50-point Luther. Oh my goodness! Given everything adjacent to him, Batman or Superman enemy, absolutely disgusting. It He's is definitely very disgusting. <laughs> definitely a sleeper pick. I picked that in like the first four battle royals. He absolutely shredded everything. Fantastic. He is a world championship figure because he was on my team. So and and leadership and leadership to boot. I mean, he does a lot. Yeah, yeah he's, he's good. He's good. And it works like he constructed. And him flying, him flying, him, him actually having Harold keyword is what saved Necron's life a bunch. As a matter of fact, like, um, just being able to take off an extra action token when I needed to, if I didn't roll my willpower, him being able to, to take off um, that action token, and him being able to fly and sidestep afterwards after carrying somebody was again, it was, it was so clutch. It was absolutely ridiculous how clutch it was. Fair enough. Yep, I am excited to get my case on Wednesday, and as always, I will be posting a new YouTube video up 
uh, when I get it. So good luck to everybody on that. Uh, we will be doing a Black Lantern episode next Wednesday because I do think that that's going to be quite an uh, impactful team uh, going forward into the meta. So Mork for our buddy down in Australia, and I'm not sure who else is going to be joining us. But uh, we're going to be doing it strictly building with Black Lanterns, figuring out what the best way is. And it uh, should be a fun episode. And then the following week, we're going to be doing our set review on Notorious. But um, I want to thank everyone for listening to the podcast today. Thank to Austin, Antonio, and Jacob for coming on the podcast today. And then um, check out our sponsor over at Black... Uh, wow, I said it again, Black Cabinet. Glass Cat, Black Lanterns on the Mind. Uh, Glass Cabinet Hobbies. He'll be doing his case breaks coming up probably next week. And then if you use code Clixingit, which is C-L-I-X-I-N-I-T, you get 5% off your order. And then check out our Patreon at patreon.com backslash Clixingit. And any tier gets you into the monthly giveaway. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Hope you guys had a great time at Worlds. Good luck with your bricks or cases next week. And remember, not all superheroes wear capes. Some roll dice. Have a good night.